is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are wonderful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. We're not your fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In today's episode, I sit down with the greatest big wave surfer of all time, Laird Hamilton. Laird is an American big wave surfer, co-inventor of toe-in surfing, the golf board, which, if you haven't seen it, is like a giant motorized surfboard for the golf course. He's an occasional action sports model. He's been featured in the documentary Riding Giants, and he's also a best-selling author of the book Force of Nature, Mind, Body, Soul, and of course, Surfing, which has gone on to become the go-to manual for people seeking inspiration to live a healthy lifestyle. He's a contributing editor to the popular men's lifestyle magazine, Men's Journal, and his passion for helping others live happy, healthy lives is exhibited through his work through various charities like Race Across America, Pipeline for a Cure for Cystic Fibrosis, Rain Catcher, and Muscular Dystrophy. In this episode, Laird and I go through his favorite biohacks in the categories of nutrition, oxygenation, movement, stress management, sleep. He takes us through what his diet looks like, his sleep routine to optimize both sleep quality and sleep duration, how taking calculated risks keeps the brain young and increases neuroplasticity, and some of the tools and strategies him and his wife, Gabrielle Reese, use to teach their children healthy nutritional and lifestyle strategies that they can take with them through the rest of their lives. I've been a huge fan of Laird. For over a decade, ever since I saw his ride in Tahiti, and sitting down with him to have this conversation was a great honor. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. And without further ado, relax, sit back, and please enjoy my conversation with Laird Hamilton. Hey, everyone. I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks, and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. Hey, Larry. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Well, I pre- I appreciate that. I'm glad that I could ha- have some importance on this uh, on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, awesome. Well, I thought it would be kind of cool if we you know if we talked a little bit about um, what is it that you guys are bringing more awareness to, particularly. Like I've I've seen your events and I, I wanted to attend the first one. I told I told Brian McKenzie. I mean, right we now, were- we, I guess you know trying to survive down here on the planet and and retain your sanity and i think it's you know that have incredible influences that we're around and that and we're you know and we try to implement the things that we learn and we try to share those things so that other people can implement them and you know i think ultimately it's about you know this more of a holistic approach to trying to be healthier which you know and and when i say healthier i mean you know, you're sleeping, you're eating, your relationships, your, you know, your relationship with the environment, your, you know, just all of those, all the pieces that really create, you know, the pizza of life and not just like, hey, I work out and, you know, but I, or, or I, you know, eat, you know, only raw or, you know what I mean? Like, I think that a lot, we've kind of, we're so, we've gone to a, such a specialization now in general. And I think that, that, you know, it, it, it's there's a much more holistic approach to all of these uh, 
things that, you know, that, that, that any one of them lacking kind of, and I think that's really the, you know, that's, that's right. That's part of, that's really the, the messaging or, you know, that's the things that we're focused on. Awesome. Laird, when you look at Americans, what area do you see most people neglecting in their life? You know, I think that the most neglected seems to be always the most obvious, which breathing, eating, sleeping, I mean, or, you know, or let me say breathing, sleeping, and then eating. And, you know, those, those are, are probably the, the, the most uh, neglected areas that are the most obvious and the simplest to implement, you know, getting, getting, forcing yourself to get better sleep, forcing yourself to, to do, um, you know, certain breathing rhythms and drills. And, you know, and I, and I'd say too, is having fun. I think, you know, it's easy to get caught up in all of the, I mean, it's, there's like the, the darkness of the world is, is in all of this details of just, that tries to bog us down, you know, and, and, and I think having fun uh, is another one. And how you do that, you know, we have a saying, you know, it, there's a saying you can never have too much fun, but they just, they forgot to start it off by, by telling you that, you know, you, to have really a lot of fun, you have to be in really good shape. So, you know, and, and so there's a whole thing to that, right? There's a whole thing to, you know, ways to sleep better is going to be by, you know, having better fitness and by having, you know, and better fitness is going to lead to better oxygenation. And I mean, there's just, you know, I think that each one, nothing stands alone. I think we're really, you know, we become such a specialized world. Like this guy does door hinges and that guy does doorknobs and this guy does, you know, and, and we specialize in these areas of specialization. And I think that's very, that's so not what we are as an organism, I think our uniqueness is our diversity and the ability to do all these different things. And I think it's hard to get kind of real fulfillment unless you are uh, multitasking, you know? Yeah, absolutely. There is that synergy and that uh, those areas are so intertwined, you know, our breathing, our sleeping, our eating. Um, what, I know that, you know, I, I talked with Wim, Wim Hof, who I know that you've been doing some work with. And, um, and I've been checking out some of your workouts and the way that you've integrated that breathing into, um, kind of finishing up your workouts. It looks like, like you, 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 can you give a little bit of detail of how you've been using the Wim Hof method? And specifically, it seems like you do it toward the end of your workouts for about five minutes. Is that correct? Or please correct me if I'm wrong. You know, we're, we're implementing it, you know, before, during, after, I mean, really, you know, uh, Wim's work really brings you know, breathing a, a little bit more to the forefront and not putting it behind. I mean, obviously, with I think that's why I, I Rim and I really kind of hit it off is because I have a relationship with breathing because obviously whenever you're anybody who's in the water is very aware of, you know, the importance of the breath and, you know, getting air when you don't have any and when you're under, you don't have it. And, you know, all those all those things that make you really conscious of, you know, I think, you know, second only to balance, I think our, you know, fear of drowning, you know, which is directly connected to breath. And so, um, you know, implementing conscious breathing work. I mean, you know, anybody that does any cardiovascular stuff, I mean, you know, part of what they realize is that their 
forcing themselves into a into a breathing pattern, and then they get the rewards and benefits of that, but they connect it more to the activity than they do to the breathing. And so using the breathing to oxygenate the system before um, you go in, into exertion, using um, certain restricted patterns during exertion, you know, creates more efficiency uh, w- with with the cardiovascular system and then recovery at the end, you know, recovery is, 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 uh, all about oxygenation. And, and, you know, I mean, if you ever get any intense massage, you're always aware of, you know, I mean, the reason why women breathe during birth is to help deal with pain. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, when you, when you're getting worked on, uh, and getting massage, you know, you, you'll find when it's real intense, you breathe. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's connected to recovery. It's connected to, to performance. And, and now when you, you know, implement it and saturate the system before, all of a sudden you have elevated performance. And, you know, when you really begin to isolate the, the cardiovascular system, which is a lot of the Wim Hof method, you know, the isolation be- creates more efficiency. All of a sudden the system becomes more efficient. And then when you do these cardiovascular activities, you're like, oh, wow, I'm not even winded. Like, what, you know, which you reap the rewards of, of that effort. And, you know, and then I think the real conscious and unconscious relationship between the breath and your spirit, um, you know, I, I don't like to get too, you know, swamied out or too kind of meditative, esoteric. But the fact is, is that the breath and the spirit are connected. And so as you begin a deeper relationship with your breath, you actually have a better relationship with your spirit. And, and you hope that that can can kind of bring some peace to you, especially um, in, you know, in, in this ever uh, environment of bombardment through, you know, whether it's from the environment or stress or just all the things that we do, you know, I mean, I always say dying's easy. It's living. That's pretty tough. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, like, you know, I've been, I've been trying to get a little bit better about meditating. And once I started doing Wim's method and, and how he talks about, you know, once you're hyper oxygenated and you're and you're holding your breath at the end, when closing your eyes and just trying to really tune into every single sensation that you're feeling in your body, and and in doing that, I've noticed a moment that that is in in the words that you were using somewhat spiritual, and, mm. and similarly, it's almost like the meditation afterwards is not necessary. It's like it's already taken place during the practice. Absolutely. Well, because you become so present. You know, and that's the thing about your breath, your breath brings presence, you know, I mean, and listen, extreme athletes do it through activity. And so, you know, people don't realize that a lot of sport really is, is, is active meditation, you know, and the fact is is that, you know, none of us really have the time or the means to, you know, sit in a, a little stone room in the top of the Himalayas and become a monk that can just do it with his thoughts. So, you know, we do it through athleticism and but a lot of that connect, you know, most of that is all brought brought on from breath and 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 oxygen. And so, it's, for me, as more of a, coming from it more as a mathematician and more of as a scientist, I, I I'm always confused by the process. Where this breathing process really, for me, makes complete sense and it results. In, I mean, I think. Listen, I think a lot of this, you know, uh, the science behind the breathing really will be part of the importance for people to really understand what's going on because we're, we're all so pessimistic and it seems like, you know, really can it be that simple, but 
if you look at athletics in general, think about the simplicity of running or biking or one of these activities. I mean, you just go do it and you run, all of a sudden you're in this place and runner's high and all this stuff is a real thing. So I, I think we make it a lot more complex than it needs to be. And, and you know, I, I think I think all the cures and all the things there, they're sitting right in front of us and we just kind of need to, to stop kind of looking out there and just look right in there. And, <laughs> they're, they're sitting right in our nose. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. We'll be the, and that's the irony of it, right? At the end, when we look back in years to come in the future, you'll be like, wow, I can't believe, you know, <laughs> I can't believe that, that you know, we, we didn't know that. And I, I think most of it we've known throughout time, but it's just gotten unknown. So we, really what's happened is there's, there's this whole thing that's gotten unknown that we have to kind of reawaken and learn. And again, back, you know, Wim's method, I think Wim and I, you know, Wim always says the cold taught me and the waves taught you. And in a way, I think, you know, you, you have it in you, you just have to wake it up kind of thing. So yeah, um, I, I think that that's it. And that, you know, but again, then that also puts the, the burden back on you and then you have to be responsible for that. So I think it's easy for us to, point our fingers everywhere and justify the lack of effort that, that we put into things. But um, at the end, I think you can, you can only just kind of, you know what they say when you point at somebody, if you look at, at your hand, you have three fingers pointed back at you. So, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, uh, I think it, I think it is. It, it, and it is, you know, all the, all the best ideas when you look at it, I mean, whether even diet, exercise, I mean, it's simple. They're really simple. I love it. I love simplicity because simplicity really is a sign of perfection, right? You know, I think detail is usually to cover up imperfection. Yeah, I completely agree. And one of the things that you've mentioned a little bit is you mentioned relationships in nature. And I think where we're at today as a society is, is that we've become so disconnected and so unplugged from relationships and from nature and we're spending all day you know in cubicles and offices and in buildings and and we're we're not interacting with other human beings and even when we get home sometimes we're so drained we're not we're not connecting with the person that we love what are your philosophies as it pertains to nature and relationships and like the importance of of connecting and plugging into each of those things well that's an ongoing battle now it's become emails, not eyeballs, you know, and, and so, I mean, the, my, my philosophy is, like, look the person in the eye, have a conversation, but also stop and, and look around, look at the sunset, check the dolphin, pull over and stop, interrupt your day to, to connect with the sunrise or the sunset or the, or, the, or the things, because, you know, we're from that, we are it, it is, it is us, I mean, all of that stuff and all these other things that we have actually are our burdens, you know, actually kind of cloud that relationship and, and, and begin to callous us where we don't even have the sensitivity to appreciate. And unfortunately, our planet's getting worn down by us. We're wearing it down. And, and so through our lack of consciousness, I think nature's feeling it too, right? Nature, because it needs from us, from it. And as we don't give it what we need, I mean, if we don't give it what it needs, it's not giving us what we need. And that's, I think that's, you know, I think the reflection of that is a lot of the issues that we have, you know, in, in socially and, and health-wise and all of those things. I think that that's a, you know, 
that's a big part of, you know, and, and we're in the system too. We're, you know, we're all in part of this, in this thing where we're surviving. And, you know, when you look around, you go to these places and, and you feel these moments and you look and there's nobody there. There's nobody there. And you're like, that seems for me, that's the confusing part, right? That seems like everybody should be in those places trying to <laughs> absorb that, absorb that experience, but no one's there. They're everywhere but those places, and that's the science. And we become so disconnected from what we come from. You know, it, uh, today I was paddling by a lady in the water that it couldn't be more bundled up. She had sunglasses on, a cap, that sunscreen, she had gloves on, a full suit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, covered up. I'm like, you know, fully covered, just protected from the world. And I was like, and that's a reflection of, of society. Like we're just so protected from the world that we're from, by the way, that we. That feeds us, that you know, that, that that gives us the air, all that thing. We're we're so, I don't know. There's a dis, you know, there's a disconnect. I, I I completely agree, Laird. One of the things about you that has inspired me in uh, many occasions was that ride that you did in Tahiti, and I've shown that video to so many people, and I've watched Riding Giants. And one of my philosophies is I try to get as uncomfortable as often as I can and spend as much time there as I can. And I think that's something that you do better than anybody else. And I'm, I wonder, what is it about your philosophy and your belief system that allows you to push yourself outside of your comfort zone to, to have that presence and focus where we're like when you were riding that wave where you reached back with your right hand and used that to, to allow you to get through the wave where that's something that you couldn't have been taught and that focus that extreme focus is, is unlike anything I've ever seen what is it about your beliefs and your philosophies and how you put yourself in uncomfortable situations that makes you different from other people my upbringing my surroundings and so, in a way, I'm a result of someone that grew up in an environment, you know, and was exposed to these things from a young age on a regular basis. You know, it gives you that instinct that, that warns you before. It's that, you know, and, and that's the thing that piece of us that we all have and we just have different levels of a relationship with that really allows us to be here. That's why we're all still here. Otherwise, if we were led to our conscious mind, which we give so much credit to because it comes up with all these ideas and we make all these things, but, but without that other part, that invisible part, uh, which it's not invisible, we just are disconnected. Our species would have never survived. We would, we would have been devoured. And then there's a bunch of other factors that play into it as well, but that's, I think that's the, the core basis to my ability to take those situations out and sometimes do the right thing. Uh, regardless of my ability to consciously know what to do. That's that's awesome. Laird, I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, if, if it's okay with you, can we do three rapid-fire questions? And yeah, then, yeah, and, and then i got to go, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, <laughs> rapid-fire, how many hours uh, do you spend in bed a night? How many hours of sleep do you try to get? Oh, well, minimum I, eight, eight, nine, eight to nine. I can awesome. Awesome. Depends on the level of activities and, you know, but yeah, I've got to have minimum of eight and, and, and on up from there. Awesome. Awesome. How, how do you and Gabby and, and your children eat? Well, what's, we, your, what's your diet like? Our children, our children eat differently than us. I mean, we show them a way to eat, but 
you know, we're planting animals, you know, and we've come to really enjoy all the facts. And we, and like I said, we love the plants and the animals and, and pretty diverse. The girls, our daughters are, are still young enough and have enough hormones that they can eat a little more how they want. And so we let them have a little bit of freedom because we don't want to create, you know, we, we, we don't want them to, to have to abstain and then turn into some like crazed, uh, you know, <laughs> Carl's Jr. after they were, had to be vegans their whole life kind of thing. So we, 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 we don't want to set up, we don't want to set the forbidden fruit up for them. So we're pretty, we, we give them the freedom. But, you know, when you look at individuals, you know, the youngest one is a, it just naturally gravitates towards vegetables and the older one uh, graduates towards carbohydrates. And then, you know, the oldest one is, you know, it has become now because she's at a certain, you know, now the hormones are backing off and she's become an adult. She's become a lot more conscious of the, of the well-roundedness of, of, of a diet and the variety and, and, and that thing. What, what percentage of your diet and Gabby's diet is plant? Probably 50, I'd say. All right, awesome. And, and last question before you, you talk about XPT life and what you've got going on there. What is a belief that you have that other people may think is crazy or nuts? Oh, I mean, I think the scaring yourself um, on a regular basis, I think people think that's crazy. They go, why? Scare, scaring yourself? Yeah, scaring <laughs> yourself, getting scared. Getting, getting a little scared some somewhere, you know. It might be when I it might be when I anger Gabby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, whatever it is, just getting a little scared. I think that people think that they think that that's crazy. They they think that you're, you know, and eating and eating giant bowls of of raw butter. They think that's really crazy too. Oh, I ate a stick of butter last night. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Laird, this has been incredible. Tell us what you what you guys have got going on with XPT Life. I, I wanted to be out there for the first one and um and, and unfortunately got caught up with the book, but I plan on I'm planning on joining very soon. It looks amazing. Can can you share with us what you guys have going on with those events? Uh, well, you know, it, again it was kind of a holistic approach to fitness and wellness. The concept really of XPT is exposing people to all these kind of different things that, that, that we've been fortunate to be exposed to and have, and, and, and hoping that one of them will create a transformation. And we had that. We saw that in people. We saw transformation. And, and so that's our really our objective is, to, is for somebody to have a transformation, you know, a transformative experience in one of the aspects, whether it's, you know, in, in, in an aspect of the training, in an aspect of the eating, um, and, and, and just in the aspect of the camaraderie and, and or the or the biohacking and the you know the heat and the cold and just all these different things that that we sh- you know we shake it up and and so um, we're we're just hoping that one of them pops and that you get something that when you leave the experience you take something with you that you implement into your life um, that that makes your life different and 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 obviously for the Laird, I'm I'm so grateful and thankful to you and Gabby for for taking this time to talk. I mean, you've you've had a, a transformative experience on my life even even before we we connected through everything that you've done and and you scaring yourself and persevering has inspired me to to do the same in my life. And it's 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 at least what I've found is those moments where we're uncomfortable tend to be the ones that that allow us to evolve and empower us to to do more. So. 
I am well, forever indebted to, to you, sir. I thank you very, very much. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, and thanks for your time. And and uh, and you have a uh, what do we say? Have a wonderful afternoon, unless you have some other plans. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Laird. Please, please thank Gabby. I'll thank I'll, I'll thank her as well, and I'll make sure that uh, we get you guys a, a copy of the book to check out. I really appreciate everything. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, Lord. Take care, brother. This episode is brought to you by the Violite. So many of the health experts and world-class athletes I've interviewed over the years have revealed one of their secret weapons to improve performance is photobiomodulation and specifically light therapy. And the Violite is one of the best photobiomodulation device companies on the market. I'm a big fan of their product, the Neuro, which is a transcranial intranasal headset that gives efficient and effective whole brain stimulation. Its design utilizes photonic energy to stimulate cellular function in neurons and help improve brain bioenergetics. I'm also a big fan of the 655, which is a 655 nanometer red intranasal light therapy device that helps stimulate your body to move towards an ideal internal environment. It lowers inflammation. It kills pathogens in the blood. This low-level laser diode, it releases coherent light in the visible red spectrum, and it irradiates the capillary-rich nasal cavity. I've found all three products to have a huge impact on maximizing my performance, and you can check them out at violite.com. That's V-I-E dot com, And for a special bonus to you guys, Violet is offering 10% off of your purchase. So all you have to do is use the discount code biohacks, that's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S at checkout, and you will save 10% on your order. So check out the Violet product line. You will not be disappointed. This episode is brought to you by Bioptimizers. That's bioptimizers.com. And more specifically, there are two products that I use every day, Masszymes and P3OM Probiotics. Masszymes is a medical-grade enzyme formulation that increases your enzyme potential, allowing for optimal protein digestion and absorption necessary for growth. Additionally, the formulation cleanses your GI tract of undigested protein while improving energy and cognitive function, all the while reducing the resources needed for the metabolization of food. And less resources being allocated toward the metabolization of food by your body means more energy for you. Masszymes is the strongest proteolytic enzyme formulation on the market today, and at 85,000 HUTs, it contains more protease per capsule than any other formula. P3OM probiotics are a patented probiotic formula developed by one of the world's leading probiotic experts. P3OM uses a patented process to enhance L. plantarum's capacities, resulting in a new super strain that may be the most powerful probiotic developed. This probiotic is designed to help you combat viruses, retroviruses, and super bacteria. I use P3OM and Masszymes every day, along with a number of other probiotic supplements that I cycle, which is an important aspect of getting the best effect from your probiotics. So you never want to take probiotics. You never want to take the same probiotic every single day, and you never want to take the same amount every single day. So I am constantly cycling in different probiotics that I have found to be the most effective, changing up their dosage to keep the body adapting and constantly evolving. So you can save 10% on your first order of P3OM probiotics and masszymes by going to buyoptimizers.com. That's B-I- O-P-T-I-M 
I-Z-E-R-S.com and entering discount code biohacks, that's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, at checkout. So once again, that's masszymes and P3OM probiotics, and you can save 10% on your first order at buyoptimizers.com with discount code biohacks. 